0: Hello and welcome. You are listening to the 1% Christian, the daily Bible study where we get together for 1% of our day. We study God's Word and what do we do? We head out to the remaining 99% to do something amazing with this life that God has given us. I am Pastor J.D. Ambrosio with Sound of Heaven Church in Deer Park, New York. I invite you to check us out at SOH.com. Church. You can get directions. Come down, visit us, or at least watch us on our live stream. Uh, While you're there, download our Sound of Heaven app. I say it every day, and it's because you will be blessed by it. We've got a lot of great resources on there, a free digital Bible, all of our teachings, Uh, An online community that you can plug into, Uh, would love to have you on there. And if you are listening anywhere where you get your podcasts, like, share, subscribe, turn on your notifications. You don't want to miss anything, and we want to get in front of more people. So even if you're watching live today, uh, give a share because somebody needs to hear The word of God today. Amen. Well, I'm excited to uh, continue with you today. Uh, If you recall, we are in the Sermon on the Mount. We're in the final chapter of the Sermon on the Mount, and Jesus has covered a lot. And honestly, we've taken our time going through this. We've got to be at least three weeks in. Uh, But truly, you can grab a, a sentence out of here, and, and probably talk for two, three hours on just what Jesus is teaching, right? But we have to keep the overall theme and understanding, in even when we break it down like this, this is why I kind of go through this process in the beginning here, is because Jesus is teaching them how to operate in the kingdom of God, how to operate in this newfound covenant that they were just leaning into. He's telling you, I know you were taught this, but let me teach you what is actually right. And in many cases, they were off, right? They didn't have the fullness. They didn't understand it. And that's what Jesus is you know, revealing. He's the light of the world, right? And then he tells them, You're the light of the world. That's you and me as well. So this next part can also be taken out of context, very much like the judging scripture, uh, but it is definitely encouraging. Let's read it, okay? So, Jesus says, Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone, who asks, receives. The one who seeks, finds. And to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. Exciting text, right? If you ask, you receive. If you seek, you find. Just knock and the door will be opened to you. How many of you want God to open doors for you? Well, all of those ask, seek, knock, there's something that they both all require. They require action. They require steps. They require a desire that turns into action to pursue. Now, where we get this jacked up, and where I got this jacked up early in my faith walk, was I, you know, jumped on to to everything. I dove into the Word, and I'm like, "Oh, I can have anything I want anytime I want," but. We have to understand that God is a loving father. He is a loving parent to us. And for those of us who are parents, or those of us who are godparents, and those of us who honestly have common sense, you know that you can't just give your kid anything that they want, right? For a couple of reasons. You'll turn them into a moral monster. <laughs> Uh, you, you see a spoiled kid, you can spot a spoiled kid mile, a mile away that gets everything they want whenever they want. But ask, seek, knock, it's all action. But remember, the James, Jesus' brother, he lays it out like this. You, the reason why prayers don't get answered sometimes is for two, well, for, for two reasons. One, you do not have because you do not ask. Sometimes we... Just don't ask, right? And we try to just go do ourselves. And we, and then what happens? We fall on our butt and we say, hey, why didn't that work? You know, when we're not asking God, I, help me with this. Or or uh, an even better question is, God, do you what do you want for me in my life? Remember Jesus' prayer, the Our Father, right? The Lord's Prayer. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Not my will be done, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So this is not ask for a Lamborghini, you get a Lamborghini, right? We got to look at the context of the whole teaching here, how to operate in the kingdom of God. And he's teaching them how to change what's on the inside of them and how to impact the world around them. So when we see ask, seek, knock, it's the things of God. Oh, and the second part, probably most important here, because I hope that you're asking God for guidance in your life, for things in your life. But it says, you do not have because you ask for the wrong reasons. And that's part of what the good father does. Let's read this next section here. Which of you, verse 9, if your son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will give him a snake? If you, then though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children. How much more will your father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask him? This goes right back to parenting, right? Sometimes your child thinks they know what's best for them. They want to touch the stove. Now, as a good parent, do you let them touch the stove? Every once in a while, it's like, hey, if you're going to keep doing it, you're, you're, you know, you're going to learn a lesson, Right. And that's because the child doesn't say, mom, dad, should I touch the stove? And they keep pursuing, you know, at some point they ultimately touch it. And that's where we get our experience in our life. Right. But it says, which one of you talking about us, them, would give your son a snake if they asked for a fish, would give him a stone if they asked for bread. Now, what if your kid asked for a snake? Would you give him a snake? No. So God will withhold out of love for us because he knows what's best for us. It's important to know that. And that's where full trust in God is so key. So key to trust God in the situation. Even when I said this this past Sunday, and I've said it on this program before, that delay doesn't mean denial. And if we would get into the mode of of not whatever I want, not uh, who's what's a, what was it Veronica Veruca Veruca Salt from uh, from one of my favorite movies of all time, right? Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, Willy Wonka. You know, I want an Loopa and I want it now. You know, we get like that with God, right? But when we realize that God's timing is always perfect, and sometimes we're just not ready for it, and when we get something before it is our time, it corrupts us, or we corrupt it. It's just not the right time. I thank God for times that he didn't answer my prayer. Think about that for a second. How many prayers did you pray that right now you could say, thank you, God, that they weren't answered? (laughs) Because your life wouldn't be what it is today. And you realize, and you got more mature, and you realize that that was not the right thing for your life. So, which one? If you asked, if a kid, your kid asked you for a snake, you wouldn't give him a snake. So, if you and I, and understand where it says evil here, anything that's imperfect is evil. God is perfect, so He's the ultimate good, the absolute truth which one of us who would give our kids anything that would benefit their life almost to a fault. How much greater is the father in heaven who loves us and knows all things because the perfect God wants to provide for you perfectly. Amen. And that's why we look to, you know, seek out the word and we look to mature. And now Jesus shifts, right? Of course, the father in heaven will give us good gifts. When we ask them, but the gifts should be kingdom gifts, right heavenly gifts, so then we jump to a timeless timeless rule, and that's how we'll end today it says so in everything do to others what you would have them do to you for this sums up the law and the prophets the golden rule folks do unto others as you would have them do unto you. And I love how it says that this sums up the law and the prophets. What was the laws? Laws were the things that were good, things that were bad. It was written laws, right? And you could always tell um, what would be good, most likely, is if you wouldn't, a good litmus test, I try to teach my kids this, right? If you wouldn't want to have it done to you, don't do it to other people. Unfortunately, we in the world don't always do that, right? It's hey, everybody's entitled to my opinion. Or hey, if you don't accept everything that I do, you're you're mean, you're a monster, you're this, you're that. When, and it's not in return, right? You must accept me, but I don't have to accept, uh, you know, wh- what you do. And acceptance is an agreement, by the way. You know, respect. You can have a mutual respect. You can have a civility about it, and we could absolutely disagree with one another. But let's talk about this golden rule for a second because I had somebody come up to me one time and say, "Well, didn't you know that long before Jesus, a couple hundred years before Jesus, Confucius said the exact same thing?" Said, "Do unto others as you would have them do unto you." So what do you say about that? He said it before Jesus." I said, "Well, is it true?" He said, "What?" I said, "Is it true?" says yeah well it's true i said well what's older than truth look jesus is the way the truth and the life he is the eternal being in the flesh so whether or not a concept that the concept of truth has been there long before even god said let there be light god is truth so i hope you catch what i'm saying here and jesus on this earth was the culmination of all truth put into one place so whether or not Confucius or anybody else said it, most likely people said it before. You can look at, at you know, things BC and you say, oh, well, you know, it was stated then, of course, because it was true. And since the beginning, the truth existed. Right. How did, what did it say? It said in the beginning was the word, the word was with God and the word was God. And when the word became flesh, what? He came to this world with grace and truth. There's nothing more ancient than truth, so that is not a rebuttal to whether or not the Bible or, or that was a, a, the Bible is authentic or whether Jesus came up with it Jesus wasn't shooting from the hip walking around here he's the author of all truth it says that everything that was created was created through him amen so to sum up today I encourage you to ask to seek to knock on the door of God for the things in your life to pursue his will for your life and he will never like a good father will never withhold what is good in your life you just gotta trust him and when you trust him it's so much easier when you trust God when you know that God has your back it's so much easier to what go out and treat others the way that you would want to be treated and sometimes to treat others better than you're treated. Let's be honest. Our fellow man doesn't treat us very well. We don't treat people well sometimes, but how other people treat you should not dictate the way you treat other people. As a matter of fact, giving people more than you get in return is a form of mercy, a form of grace. And it's a way that you'll be blessed. So go out there, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. And trust God with all your heart and all your soul and all your mind. Amen. I love you guys. I'm so glad that you joined each and every day. Let's keep this going. I am Pastor J.D. Ambrosio with Sound of Heaven Church in Deer Park, New York. Check us out at so-h.church. And remember, 100 starts with 1. This is the 1% Christian Daily Bible Study.